This week on the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, we're going to be giving you some tips that you can practice over the next few days and weeks, and especially if you're heading into the holiday season and you're going to have some time at home with your spouse and with your family, and we're going to give you some tips on say these things often during your marriage. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We're excited to be back with you, and we know that people listen to this at all different times during the year, but there are people that like keep up with us as we go along and as we put out new episodes. And so for just a frame of reference, point of reference, uh, we are getting really close to Christmas, so we wanted to just kind of let you guys know that for the next two weeks, we've got a little mini two-week series that we're going to do. They These could be a little bit shorter uh, because we were talking about what we were going to do for the next couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, and we thought about the whole Christmas thing, but the main thing was, Heather was like, it just needs to be not heavy. Yeah. I mean, we do, we, we do a lot of heavy stuff on here because a lot of people... A lot of you desire to hear some of the tough stuff about mm-hmm. marriage. We understand that. But it's the holidays. We want to do something a little bit lighter, but also something that would be helpful to you. And this one may actually be a little bit shorter than some of our other ones because we just want to throw something out there that could help you over the next couple of weeks as you're getting close to Christmas. You're probably spending time with family. You're going to be around your spouse, maybe a little or a lot more than you normally are. And so this should help. Before we go there, we have done a contest, and we're continuing the contest. This was incredible, by the way. So just, it was a last-minute thing. We were like, hey, let's let's pull our survey back out so that we can get some information for people. We did this survey about a year or so ago, but it's a, it, it's a great way for us to, as we start looking into the new year and topics for our podcast and other resources that people are interested in. And so we threw that out a couple of days ago, and holy cow, we got <laughs> we got a ton. And I don't know if it's because people wanted to win a prize mm-hmm. or if it's because people wanted to help us. We're going we're gonna to say people both. wanted to help us. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> but regardless, I think at the last count, there were like 19 different states, and obviously new, several from diff, from some of the same states, but 19 different states had chimed in, and three different countries had chimed in, and we, we did our first drawing on Friday. We're going to do two more drawings the next two Fridays leading up to Christmas, and we did reach out by email, because it's the only way we know how to reach out, to the winner, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard back from the winner yet. So if you're listening to this, I'm telling you, you might want to check spam, <laughs> because I oh, would... Oh, man, that would sting. Yeah, I know. And and we actually sent, um, well, at the time of the drawing, 
we sent an email to everybody mm-hmm. that had entered at the time and that had filled out the survey. So if you're listening to this and you didn't get an email from, from us, and, and I would say this was probably Friday around noon, mm-hmm. you may just want to check yeah. because... You I mean, might have won the prize. You could have won the prize. You probably did get an email from us. But your email, you've probably never gotten an email from theredeemedmarriage at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So check it. Make sure. Because we yep. don't want to miss anybody. And mark it as not trash. Yes, or for not sure. Or not spam. All right. So. Because we need our winner to come forward. Yep. Yep. We need our winner to come forward. And we also need to make sure that we're able to communicate with all of our listeners and people that are out there listening to us. What they win? uh, We did a t-shirt. We did the Redeem t-shirt this week. And then um, next Friday, we'll do a different prize. Uh And then the following Friday, we'll do another prize. So so if you haven't done the survey, um, you can go to our website, theredeemedmarriage.com. At the bottom, there's a little... uh, place that you can click on survey and fill it out you can also go to any of our social media or well facebook over the last uh several days we've posted it several times and we'll post it again before friday but love for you to join us in that all right let's get to it let's get to it so really excited about this one because i think that it's going to be a sweet sweet thing for people to be purposeful with their words and i think that a lot of times this time of year people get so crazy and so stressed and so just you know chaotic that I think sometimes we don't think about um, the words that we say can really encourage someone or they can really hurt Mm -hmm. and with us being able to um, spend extra time with family hopefully you get to spend some extra time with your family extended family your close family and especially your spouse that this will just help you be mindful of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yep. Do you understand the words? What is that from? Uh, it's Not a from Christmas Rush movie. Hour. Oh, man. Don't That's nobody understand the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's so, not a Christmas movie. Hey, can we just... Any more than Die Hard is. Look, hey, we practice what we preach. Can mm-hmm. we just say that? We don't... It's hard. We understand it's hard. We planned a date night last night, and it was so much fun. It, it did so get fun. it did get crashed by one of our kids and his girlfriend. But it was still so still fun. Still so fun. But then we, then we had time by ourselves. We went and did the Christmas lights and stuff. Came back and watched one of those lovable Hallmark and movies that we talked about. Good. It wasn't good. It See, was a two. And, and, <laughs> here, and you know, you it feels like it's one of those things where I should say to you. That was strike one or strike two or strike. You better give me one that I'm going to like, but it just wasn't great. Well, at least I didn't DNF it. Usually I DNF them if they're not that good. I'm like, did not finish. We're done. But I just no, kept fine. holding out. It was, it was fine. fine. It was that one was. And it a didn't matter. Two we or were three. we were snuggled up on the couch and we mm-hmm. were just enjoying. It. Had the Christmas lights on. Mm-hmm. We posted something that yesterday where we gave recommendations on a great date night for Christmas, and that yep. was what it was. Mm-hmm. Just pick but, a better movie. <laughs> well, and I gave a suggestion for a movie. We should have gone with that, but because I, I said I said Family Man. Oh, but, that's but, but we've that was seen for, that. Oh yeah, we've seen it a million yep. times. All right, we hey we just yeah sorry sorry all right, sorry let's sorry. go so. So these are the things that we, uh, man, we could have made a pretty long list, but mm-hmm. you guys that know me and have been listening for a long time, three you know, point sermon. You know, I love the three point sermons. 
Every but now don't and be surprised every if now I and then we'll throw one. a fourth or fifth in there. But we narrowed it down to three. So we just and and it's good because it's bite sized chunks. That's so right. here's what you're gonna work on. And we want you to work on this today. And so as you're thinking about the words that you say to your spouse, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the number one. Use the words I love you. Over and over mm-hmm. and over. I mean, who gets tired of hearing Mm-mm. some their spouse say, mm-hmm. I love you? Mm-hmm. And you know the old funny joke, you know. Is uh, it is it funny? No, nah, it's not really funny. <laughs> it actually is kind of funny. But the old man that says, I told you I loved you when we got married. And if it changes, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody, no, no. Let's Still. not go there. It is, those are just words that, I mean, what greater words to hear from your spouse mm-hmm. than I love you. Yep. Um, and, and I think it's important that it's not just said at the same times and the same way mm-hmm. each day. Because I do think, you know, let's say you're on the phone. And when you get off the phone, maybe you and your spouse have a habit of just saying, love you, and mm-hmm. you get off the phone. Which is completely oh, fine. completely fine. That's, That's right. awesome. Yep. Or as you walk out the door, mm-hmm. and you're grabbing you, your backpack, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. running out the door to go to work, and you're like, okay, love you, see you yeah. later. I mean, most people do carry back. Yeah, right. You have a bag. I do. I carry a backpack to Nobody work every day. Nobody carries cases anymore. No. Um, but, I, but I would challenge you and encourage you to... Say it at times when you think it, and it's a little bit out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. You know, just, and I know some people maybe right before you even go to bed, you just mm-hmm. roll over, hey, love you, yep. you know, and that's. But just <laughs> get your spouse's attention and be like, hey, I love you. Yeah. You know, uh, at an unexpected time. Yeah. But I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't, the only time he ever says is when we hang up the phone or when we, but that's okay too. Like, I would feel so weird if I didn't say, when we were hanging up the phone, okay, I love you, bye. Because that's just, I mean, mm-hmm. I want that to be the last thing you hear me say as mm-hmm. I hang up. But I also think it's exceedingly important to be purposeful with it as well. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Anything, I like it. I mean, it's not much to add. To yeah. That. I mean, that Let's one, just, you just say it. Yeah. Just say it. And and if it, if it feels weird, you don't say it enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, if you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, if it's awkward or uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. All right, so a second one. Um, ah, Man, I've actually thought of a fourth one. Oh, there you go. And and it's an easy one, too. But but the second one would be, um, I'm sorry, and this is kind of combined into one. I'm sorry, and I was wrong. Mm -hmm. That's hard to say. Those are hard. It's hard to say. It really is. And you know, when we um, went through our marriage crisis, I remember you telling me that you would you wouldn't get here tired of me saying that. I mean, we're eleven years later of me wounding you and our marriage, and I still you don't get tired of hearing me say, "I'm sorry for that." And I'm not saying that's the only thing I have to apologize apologize for, right. but I'm just saying so it can be a big thing. That you have to say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that I hurt you mm-hmm. in that way. I know that that was a long time ago, but I also know that that can still be very, very hard for you. So I just want you to know that I'm sorry 
and that I love you. Um, but then also just in the everyday things that miscommunications and um, maybe you spoke harshly and shouldn't have, you know, whatever it is um, that you did wrong, it's wonderful to be able to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong and I, I hurt you and I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, when we've, <clears throat> we've talked about this privately and to the whole world on mm-hmm. a podcast before. Um, but I've said that, bef- you know, our first 10 years, first uh, um, so 15 years, first 15 years of marriage, I didn't hear you say that you were sorry very mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. Um, or that you were wrong. And, you know, looking back on that, I feel like I said it all the time. Mm-hmm. And part of it was because I wanted to get out of whatever sure. was happening. Like, because I knew, I was like, she's not going to say she's mm-hmm. wrong and she's not going to apologize. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and let's move and on. And in doing that, exactly. That's what I was going to say. In doing that, we just moved past it instead yeah. of really digging and in and talking about it. things. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would say that over the last 11 years, um, because, you know, for us, we just have this big, huge life moment, the crisis where, uh, there was an affair. And so before that, it's, it's like we have this pre-affair mm-hmm. and then we have this post-affair and, you know, I feel like since then we're pretty, I mean, it's very, I mean, again, we're not keeping score or anything, but it's very equal as far as when you mess up and when you do something wrong, you're you're fine with saying, right. I'm sorry, and I was wrong, yeah. and I shouldn't have done that. And that's even on top, I mean, that's the little things. That's on top of you coming back and revisiting sometimes and saying, I'm really sorry that I mm-hmm. did that, mm-hmm. you know, 11 years ago. But but I do, I mean, I feel like I don't have to apologize near as much as I did mm-hmm. those first 15 years because we're we both accept responsibilities when when we hurt the other one and so we don't try to push it aside and just somebody's got to say or I'm blame. sorry and let's mm-hmm. get over it. or get, blame it completely yeah. on the other person and you know I we've said this several times on here but if you have not heard this statement that marriage is one sinner marrying another sinner and trying to make this thing called marriage work you're both sinners mm. um, if you're in a relationship where you think that you're never wrong you are I mean, you're a sinner. Your spouse is a sinner. It's going to happen. They are going to hurt you. You are going to hurt them. As much as, I mean, I never wake up and think, oh, today I'm going to hurt my spouse. I don't want to do that, but it's going to happen. And so just acknowledging that you're not perfect and that you're going to mess up and it's okay to be able to say that you're sorry and you need to be able to do that. And we have kind of a funny that we kind of laugh about it where it doesn't have to be so serious every time, you know, like it just doesn't have to be this huge, Oh, I'm sorry. Now there are lots of things that are worthy of that, but there are times where we just have to laugh about it. And I'll say like, you're the best. I'm the least, you know, or you're the greatest. I'm the least. You're the best. best. I'm I'm the worst. worst. Yeah. You're the, there's like four of them. 
I don't know. Best and worst. Did I already say that? Best You're and worst. The best, worst. Greatest anyway, least. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all those things. And we just kind of get tickled about it. But it's my way or our way of saying, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I own that. I did that. I messed up. But it doesn't have to be so heavy yep. every time. Well, you know? I mean, it happened this morning. And, you know, and sometimes it's not a big deal, but it's okay and and like this morning we were getting ready to go to church and i was afraid <laughs> that i was going to need a shirt ironed and <laughs> we needed to leave fairly quickly and so i just kind of threw it out there man i sure hope this shirt doesn't need to be ironed and i think you panicked a little bit yeah. mm-hmm. and so and you know at that point i had a solution because i had found a couple of other shirts that were going to work and so it wasn't a huge deal, but I did. I just remember saying, "That's." I was like, "My bad. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, on me." Yeah, on, mm-hmm. and you know, and we didn't make a big deal of it, and I fixed the situation yeah. myself. Yeah. So and you admitting that, yeah, that's on me. It took all. I mean, like it took off the the need for me to point out that you were wrong. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you owned it, you admitted it. You were like, mm, yeah, I should have thought about this before mm-hmm. right now. And then I have no reason to say, why did you do that? Because you've already said, I mean, you owned it up front. Yeah. And so it just kind of takes a little bit of the brunt yeah. of, of the, the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's something that we don't do often enough mm-hmm. is say, I was wrong. I own that. I'm yeah. sorry. And a lot of times, you know, and like we, like we said, sometimes you say it just because you want to push it to the side. But a lot right. of times it's not something that's happened that's worthy of being, you know, blowing out of proportion. But if you do just, you know, immediately and go ahead, just like you said, and go ahead and own it, then... It kind of just, it just kind of puts the fire out before the fire right. ever That's starts. Right. That's right. Um, That's right. And so, yeah, so that's a good one. Okay, now, uh, last one. Um, this one I'll combine with the fourth one that I thought of, so we'll so we can keep it at three. I Are guess. you going to share with the class? I don't even know what the fourth one is. Yeah, I'm going to okay. just combine it with okay. this one, okay. sort okay. of. All right, so the third one is, and this is such a great one, especially during the holidays, because if you are together a lot, and and you already mentioned stressful. There's all kinds of stuff going on, family, all that stuff. So this one would be to just genuinely ask your spouse on a regular basis, what can I do to help you? Mm. And I don't think it's even like you notice that. I mean, obviously, if you notice your spouse is stressed out about something um, and you're like, uh, what can I do to help? Because I can see that you're stressed. Mm-hmm. But it's more of just, hey, you know, do you need help with anything today? Or what can I do to bless you? It's a mm-hmm. ser- it's a serving thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it and and maybe and that's just better too than having your your spouse point things out all the time. Like, hey, do this or do this or why don't you do this? Like I'm always the one doing this. But if you're just sort of open handedly saying, Hey, what can I do to help you? Um, I mean, like, uh, you're just not chiming in at <laughs> all. You're just sitting. No, because really, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. My my favorite thing that you do is you see a need, 
and you don't make a huge deal about it. You just try to help. But when you say the words, is there something that I can do to help you? Like you just become so much more attractive. And so like, I just like, I feel blessed to have you. And, and I just, I'm not saying that to blow you up. I am saying for people who are listening, that if you want to impress your spouse, if you want to um, do something that's going to wow them, ask how you can come alongside them and serve them. And it sounds simple, but I don't think we do it enough. Well, I think another part of that is is that a lot of times when you when you don't ask if you can help, there's stuff building up inside of the other person that almost just wants you to offer. And right. then once you offer, a lot of times you're like, no, I really don't need yeah. any help. But, but then it's like they but, offered. And you just and I, needed to know you're a I team. Mean, here's the perfect example of that leading into Christmas. I know that most most families, there's cooking that goes on. And a lot of time, I mean, there's, you know, we do a lot of cooking together, but there's a lot of days, you know, that that are during holidays where you're having to do two or three or four things. Mm-hmm. And that's not on me mm-hmm. usually, but it's stressful sometimes for you. Mm-hmm. And you could be in the kitchen just like slaving away mm-hmm. and I'm watching a ball game <laughs> and like I can feel the tension where a lot of times I'll just say, hey, do you need any help with anything? And you may say, hey, can you come stir this mm-hmm. for me? Or, yeah, that'd be great for you to come. But a lot of times you just say, no, it's good. I got, I got it. Because mm-hmm. you like doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think that it just sort of kind of puts the fire out before. Yeah. I mean, because I do think that sometimes that's just building up inside mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of the same way if, like, you're sitting on the couch or you're, you know, and I'm, I've been working on laundry or something and I bring it in and I'm just sitting there doing the laundry and you're just sitting there. And that doesn't happen very often. I mean, it never, really never happens. <laughs> but, for you, going, but for you, but if you, and I'm just sitting no, there. <laughs> okay. It never happens. <laughs> but if you didn't say, if you just sat yeah, there and you no, didn't I'm say, Hey, you. you need some help. But you may, there have been plenty of times where you said, do you need some help? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I got it. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't ask, I would be like, you're really just going to sit there and not even ask. I'm sitting here folding these clothes right in front of you. Again, that doesn't happen. Well, and it actually did happen. What's coming into my mind is last week when I wasn't feeling well. And I even laying on the sofa was like, oh my gosh, he's folding those clothes and I need to help him. And I said can I help you? And you were like, no, that's dumb. You don't feel good. I got this. And so there are, there are times, but I know the point that you're trying to make. And I also will add to that, that sometimes it's just nice to have you sit there. Like if I'm trying to do three different things in the kitchen, getting things ready, and really there's nothing that you can do to help me. I just have to do it for you just to come in and start talking to me, which is fun. What you really want is the old Craig Groeschel example. (laughs) When you say, when you say, can, can you stir the pot? I'll I'll stir stir your your pot. (laughs) That's him saying that guys can make a sexual joke about absolutely anything. Anything. And it's true. It's true. Can you turn the oven on? I'll turn your oven on. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, go back and watch the ball game. See, there's your, (laughs) hey, there's a great tip, guys. (laughs) 
That's just right. make everything, everything about sex, and then she'll kick you out of the kitchen. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the fourth thing goes okay. along with that, and it's just to be, just say thank you. Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to say that you d- you are really good at that. And, you know, uh, we share a lot of responsibilities in this house. And we've said before, we have crazy, both of us have a crazy season and a non-crazy mm-hmm. season. And so we share a lot of responsibilities. But you are always do a good job of pointing out and and thanking me for doing things you know i mean a lot of times you'll walk in and you'll go well i don't say a lot of times almost every time if i make up the bed you walk in you go you made up the bed (laughs) and you know and i wonder if anybody else has the last one out rule like if you're the last one out of the bed you got to make it up Mm. or i I would think 90 percent of the people don't make up beds Probably because not. I, I and mean, we don't, and we, we don't, don't every day. definitely no, like no. I, I, that came across really wrong. We do not have our life together that much. Oh, heck um, no. most of the time we straighten it up just so we can get in it. At and night. so the dog doesn't <laughs> exactly. dig all around. On but it. when you do make up the bed, I just wonder if it's the last, last one out rule yeah. or, hmm. you know, yeah. because Rusty refuses, I mean, doesn't like to make up the bed because he has to spend so much time putting pillows on. The pillows bed. all over our room, on every chair, <laughs> on chest of drawers. It's crazy. But they when just you stack do, up. I do say thank you. Yeah, you do. Because it's, you do. it's I, mean, I see you, it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of time. I mean, you'll walk in if you haven't been here and you're like, oh, the house looks so good. Thank you. Okay, I have a question. When you. Are you about to ask me a question or are you asking our listeners? No, you. Okay, come on. Okay, here we go. When I say thank you for something. Does it make you want to do it again? Yeah. That I've sure, seen it. Sure. Because if you don't say thank you, mm-hmm. then I think you haven't even acknowledged it or, or noticed. noticed it. Yeah. And then I'm like, why would I waste my time sure. doing that? You yeah. know? No, I, mean, I, I see that. I mean, if I pick up, I can't stand sweeping. But if I were to pick up the broom mm-hmm. and sweep mm-hmm. and you don't say anything, then I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. last time I do that, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. Because, like, I just think about, and I'm sorry, you brought up sex with the whole stir your pot thing. But, like, even after we've been intimate together and you say, thank you so much for that time and for doing I'm like, I'm going to do that again because that made him happy. And so I just want, I just think that thank you has more to it than just saying thank you. Mm. Like you're, you're acknowledging that someone has given their time, their effort, their, um, whatever to help you with something or help you that to help you with something. I'm trying to think of the word to help you with something or to do something or with something that's important to you. Yeah. And you're acknowledging that. And in that, I just think that the return is yeah. is so much greater. Yep. Wow, that's good. All right. So say I love you a lot. Say I'm sorry and I was wrong. And say how can I help you? And along with that, when you've been helped... Say thank you. So that's it. Yeah. Those are are the, you going to tell them what we're going to do next week? Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to so tell excited. you. Well, right now it's three things because we've talked about it. <laughs> next it could, week it'll be eight. It could be eight because <laughs> we may think about it a lot during the week. But we're going to give you the give you the the things that you don't need yeah. to say in marriage. Mm-hmm. So today, those are the things. 
that you need to say in marriage often. Next week, we'll tell you the things that you don't need to be saying. What not to say. What not to say. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. We enjoyed our time with you, and we'll see you next week. 